Hello and welcome to the Adventures of Paul Temple from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We present Peter Cook as Paul Temple and Marjorie Westbury as Steve in Paul Temple and the Gilbert Case, the new Francis Durbridge serial in eight episodes. Episode four, La Mortella. Hello? Hello. Uh, hello. Is that you, Steve? Oh, hello, Paul. I can hardly hear you. Listen, darling. I want you to do something. Can you hear? Yes, yes, I can hear now. Well, listen, Steve. I want you to change into a long frock. Take a taxi and meet me in Sloan Square. I'll be waiting for you outside the station, as you know, facing the square. Yes, all right. I'll be there in about 30 minutes. Fine. Uh, how's Galino? Pretty bad. I- I'll tell you all the news when I see you. Yes, all right. Be as quick as you can, Steve. Yes, of course. Oh, Paul? Yes? Where's Charlie fishing? I said, where's Charlie fishing? Hello. It's all right, I'm still here. In the tent. <laughs> all right, Paul. I shan't be long. have been quick, Steve. I was lucky. Got a cab straight away. What happened to Galino? Well, he's in a pretty bad way, but I think he'll pull through all right. Where is he? St. Matthew's Hospital. The ambulance picked him up about ten minutes after you left. Oh. Did he say anything? Only what you heard. Poor chap passed out just after. Have you seen Sir Graham? No, but I phoned him and I've seen Kingston. He's at the hospital. He's staying there in case Galino comes round. I see. Well, where are we going? Why did you want me to change? You remember what Galino said? Hamilton's the man you want. You'll find him at La Mortella. Yes. Well, I told Sir Graham about it. Apparently, they've had their eye on La Mortella for some time. What is it, a nightclub? Yes, but curiously enough, it's not in the West End. It's in Hampstead, of all places. Oh, gracious. Didn't Galena mention it once before? Yes. That's the place he followed Mrs. Talbot to, the night she met Betty Wayne. Oh, yes, of course. Paul, do you think this man... Hamilton, that Galena mentioned, is the person behind all this? Oh, Galena must think so, or he wouldn't have said what he did. Come on, we'd better make a move. I promised to pick Miss Ferguson up at 11. Who is Miss Ferguson? <laughs> no, don't worry, she's not the girlfriend. Lombotella's a club. Miss Ferguson happens to be a member. That's all. Yes, but you still haven't told me who she is. She's one of Sir Graham's young ladies. I believe she's a Canadian. Oh, you mean she's from Scotland Yard? Yeah, you know the type. Flat heel shoes, 48 hips. <laughs> Have a heart, dear. Make it 46. 
I don't see any sign of your Miss Ferguson. Where did you arrange to meet her? And Sir Graham made the arrangements. He said she'd wait for me at the entrance to Baker Street. Oh, there's Sir Graham. Yes, and do you see the girl he's talking to? Where? Oh. Hmm. Is that your idea of 48-inch oh, hips? That, that can't be the girl. It's impossible. Look at the dress she's wearing. Look at her shoes. Yes, I am looking. Hmm. She's extremely smart, isn't she? Who wouldn't be in that outfit? The sooner I join Scotland Yard, the better. <laughs> oh, they spotted us. You'd better pull in there. Yeah, all right. Hello, Temple. Hello. Why, hello, Steve. I didn't expect to see you. I bet you didn't. How are you, Sir Graham? Oh, I'm all right. A little harassed as usual. Temple, may I introduce Miss Ferguson? Oh, good evening, Miss Ferguson. Good evening. Jump in. Thank you. Oh, uh, this is my wife. How do you do, Mrs. Temple? How do you do? This is a pleasant surprise. It is, indeed. Uh, Temple, I've talked to Lynn, Miss Ferguson, and she's completely in the picture as far as the Gilbert case is concerned, so you can speak quite freely. Good. Can we drop you anywhere? Uh, No, thanks. I've got my car around the corner. Now, ring me tomorrow morning, Lynn, about 11, will you? Y- yes, sir. Well, goodbye, and enjoy yourselves. Goodbye, Good sir. Good night, sir. Well, uh, how long will it take us to get to this place? About a quarter of an hour. But I think we ought to have a talk before we start, Mr. Temple. Yes, I agree. Miss Ferguson, tell me... <laughs> By the way, I think we'd better make it Lynn if we're supposed to be old friends. <laughs> yes, it would be better. Yes. Uh, tell me all you know about La Mortella. When did you first go there? Well, about three months ago. Well, there was nothing wrong with the club itself, but we heard a rumour that certain people were frequenting it, and, well, we thought we'd better keep an eye on things. Mm, I see. Who runs the place? A man called Fabian, Louis Fabian. Fabian? Rather an odd name. Yes. And quite frankly, Fabian is La Mortella. Without him, the place would close overnight. Well, what's the attraction exactly? Is it the food or the floor show? <laughs> no, or the... the food's quite ordinary, and there just isn't a floor show. The attraction's Fabian. He's an extremely handsome young man and a very good dancer. But does he dance with the guests? He never stops. Big women, fat women, thin women, <laughs> little women, tall women. <laughs> dances with them all. I gather he works for a living. <laughs> he certainly does. And does this go on all night? Until about two o'clock. And then he disappears. And disappears is the word. He doesn't say he's going. He doesn't even say good night. He just disappears. And ten minutes later, the place is as dead as a doornail. Mm, he sounds a remarkable young man. He certainly is. Of course, there are all sorts of rumors about him. Most of them, I suspect, spread by Fabian himself. What sort of rumors? Well, some people say he's a prince, an Austrian prince of some kind. Maybe he is. He's certainly the prince of dancers. You still haven't told me why you're keeping an eye on the place. Well, we just thought it was one of those night spots we ought to keep an eye on, that's all. I see I gather from Sir Graham that you're looking for a man called Hamilton. Yes. What makes you think he might be at La Mortella? Well, I've no particular reason for thinking so. I just thought he might be there, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mr. Temple, we're both cagey by instinct. (laughs) Oh, there's just one point. Does this fellow Fabian know that you're attached to Scotland Yard? Good heavens, no. He thinks I'm a good time gal, the daughter of an American oil magnate. I see Oh, by the way, I'll have to sign you in, of course. What do you want me to put? I think we'd better play safe and put Mr. and Mrs. Temple. He, he might recognize us anyway. Yes, I agree. And after all, there's no reason why you shouldn't be a friend of mine, is there? No, none at all. No, none at all. <laughs> Come on. we better make a start. Do 
join you in a few minutes, Paul. Come along, Steve. Have you signed the book? Yes, I've just done it. Go on. Oh, Steve, have you got a lipstick I can borrow? I've done my usual trick. Oh, I know. Change to have that. Yes, and then there we can I think I can Good evening. Oh, hello, Reynolds. I didn't recognize you. I didn't recognize you either. It was my friend here who spotted you. Good evening, Mr. Temple. I think you know Miss Wynne. Yes, of course. We've met before this evening. Indeed. Well, Mrs. Temple called round about a dress I sold her. She, she wanted to see me about an alteration. Wasn't that a little unusual after business hours? Yes, but I was, I was rather worried about the alteration. and I gave Mrs. Temple my address. I see. You don't know my wife, Reynolds, when it comes to alterations. <laughs> I'll see you in a few minutes, Lance. Yes, all right. Cigarette? Oh, thank you. I didn't know you were a member here. I'm not. I'm with a friend of mine. Oh, I see. Thank you. I understand from my wife that you wanted to see me about something. Yes, I, um, I called round earlier, but you were out. My flat was burgled this afternoon. Someone impersonated my voice over the telephone and told my housekeeper to leave her key under the mat. But surely that's a matter for the police. It doesn't concern me. Uh, did you report it? Yes, of course. I thought you'd be interested, that's all. Why? Now look, Temple, I'm quite convinced that the burglary this afternoon had something to do with the Gilbert case. Howard's room was an absolute shambles. They even stripped the fittings off the front of the wardrobe. I wonder what they wanted. I just don't know. Would you like to know? What do you mean? Yours wasn't the only flat that was broken into this afternoon. No? No. You remember Mrs. Talbot, the woman who identified Howard Gilbert? Yes. Her flat was broken into, too. When? Late this afternoon. About half past five. But how do you know? Who told you? Inspector Kingston. Was anything taken? Not that we know of. Did, um... Did the inspector see Mrs. Talbot? Yes. Oh. But... Not at the flat. Not at the flat? Mrs. Talbot's dead. What? She was found early this afternoon near Farnham. I can't believe it. It's true, Reynolds. You seem rather perturbed. Was Mrs. Talbot a friend of yours? Oh, no, no, of course not. I never met the woman. I, I saw her at the trial, of course, but that was all. Oh, she's dead. They found her in a field. Apparently there'd been a struggle. I wonder what she was doing down at Farnham. Didn't she live in Greek Street? Soho Square. We don't know what she was doing at Farnham. Oh. Oh, well, if you'll, um, excuse me, there's Miss Wayne. Yes, of course. Oh, by the way. Yes? One of her shoes was missing. What? When they found Mrs. Talbot, one of her shoes was missing. Oh. That's, That's very odd. Very well, I'll, I'll probably see you later. Mm, I hope so. Mr. Temple. Yes? Good evening. Welcome to La Mortella. My name is Fabian. Oh, Mr. Fabian, I have heard a great deal about you. I've heard a great deal about you too, Mr. Temple. I noticed your name in the book and I thought I'd better introduce myself. Have you ever served a table? Well, I think my friend has. Uh, Miss Ferguson. Ah, yes, of course. There's always a table for Miss Ferguson. Ah. Well, I hope you enjoy yourself. Thank you. I hope so, too. Ah, here she is with my wife. 
I'm afraid we've been around a long time. It was my fault, Paul. This face of mine takes an awful lot of fixing. <laughs> Why, hello, Mr. Fabian. Hello, Miss Ferguson. How nice to see you again. You look very handsome tonight. What have you been doing to yourself? <laughs> I'll bet to say that to all to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know my wife, Steve. This is Louis Fabian. How do you do, Mrs. Temple? How do you do? I'm delighted to meet you. I hope you like our little club. Well, it's certainly different. I love the decor. Aren't these cherubs cute? Well, let me show it to your table. Miss Ferguson. You really like the decor? Oh, Miss Phyllis, the whole place looks exactly like Exactly. It. Yes. He is awfully good-looking, isn't he? Who? Hmm. I suppose he is in a slick sort of way. Well, I think he's very good. And he certainly is a prince of dancers. It's about the only thing he's prince of. If he wasn't christened Willie Schritzenbander or something <laughs> like that, I'd eat my hat. Oh, <laughs> I don't see our friend Reynolds. You were on the floor a few moments ago. You know, I've got a feeling they've left. Looks like it. Was he surprised when you told him about Mrs. Torbett? He was more than surprised. He was distinctly rattled. I'm certain that it was Reynolds who telephoned Mrs. Torbett. Yes. I've got to find out about Hamilton. I'm sure Galena was telling the truth with... Look, here's Fabian. If he asks you to dance, don't forget what I told you. I won't forget. Hello there. Are you two enjoying yourselves? Certainly are. I didn't know you could dance like that, Lee. You've been holding out on us. (laughs) Miss Ferguson is a beautiful dancer. Now, Louie. No, 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 really. I'm quite sincere. I mean it. It's so unusual, too, for a Canadian. Well, them's fighting words, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to dance, Mrs. Temple? Oh, thank you. Will you look after my bag? Mm, yes, of course. Uh, what would you like to drink, then? Well, that champagne looks awfully good, Timmy. Oh, nice. I love a rumba. How long have you known Miss Ferguson, Mrs. Temple? Oh, she's a very old friend of my husband's. She's an awfully nice person. Yes, she is. I will never forget the first night she came here. She came with a young fellow called Deacon, the Honorable Toby Deacon, terribly tall and rather sharp. Oh, yes, we all know Toby. You seem very busy tonight. Is it always like this? Oh, most nights. Sometimes it's so crowded you can hardly dance. But we enjoy ourselves. Yes. Very good orchestra. Of course. If you're going to dance well, you must have a good orchestra. Mrs. Temple. Yes? Why did you come to La Mortelle? Well, we heard a good deal about it. We thought we'd like to see it. Was that your only reason? No. My husband wanted to meet one of your members, a man called Hamilton. Hamilton? Yes. I know most of our members, but Hamilton, you see... Does Miss Ferguson know him? No, I don't think she does. Your husband must be mistaken, Mrs. Temple. I'm sure there's no one of that name here. However, I will ask my secretary just to make certain. Thank you. I saw your husband talking to Lance Reynolds. Oh, yes? He's a very old friend of ours. One of the original members. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Was uh, Howard Gilbert a member? Oh, no. That was an unblessing business. It was a great shock to Mr. Reynolds. They were very great friends, you know. Yes, so I believe. 
Was your husband interested in the Gilbert case? He still is. But the case is over, surely. Gilbert was convicted. But it's only since he was convicted that my husband became interested. It's curious you should mention Howard Gilbert, because... Uh... No, you mentioned him, Mrs. Temple. Oh, did I? Oh, well, it's curious we should talk about him, because that's why my husband wanted to meet this man, Hamilton. Oh. Apparently, Hamilton was a friend of Mrs. Talbot's. Mrs. Talbot? Hmm. She was an important witness in the Gilbert case. Oh, oh, yes, of course. She saw Gilbert just after the murder was committed. That's right. Did you ever meet her? Why, no. Why should I? She came here one night. I'm quite sure she didn't. I'm sorry, but I think she did. Mrs. Temple, you don't think I would allow a woman like that to come to La Mortella? She came with Miss Wayne. Miss Wayne? Yes. How very curious. Shall we go back to the table? Please. Wasn't I right, Steve? Doesn't he dance like an angel? Like an archangel. Mm, you'll have to sit the next one out, darling. I'm taking no chances after that exhibition. I doubt whether I'll ever dance with you again. Oh. <laughs> uh, will you excuse me, please? I may see you all later. Yes, of course. And thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Temple. What time is it? Mm, nearly two. He'll probably have one more dance with somebody and then disappear. You watch. Does he live here? No, I believe he's got a flat in South Audley Street. You've never been there? Not me. I'm allergic to etchings. Then, <laughs> <laughs> the first time you came here, did you come with a man called Toby Deacon? Toby Deacon? I've never even heard of him. Oh, dear. What's the matter, Steve? I wonder if he was trying to catch me. He asked me how long we'd known Lynn, and I said she was an old friend of yours. And then he said the first time she came here was with a man called Deacon. And you said you knew him? Yes. Oh, dear. Did you ask him about Hamilton? Yes. He said he felt sure he wasn't a member here, but he'd ask his secretary. Mm. How did he react? He didn't seem unduly perturbed. But he was certainly surprised when I asked him if he knew Mrs. Talbot. Here's the waiter. Uh, Mr. Temple? Yes? I was asked to give you this note, sir. No, oh, thank you. Excuse me. Cigarette, Lynn? No, thanks. I've just put one out. Um, uh, the answer's yes. Thank you, sir. Who's it from, Paul? From Fabian. He wants to see me. Oh, why couldn't he just... <laughs> Read it. Dear Temple, I want to talk to you. My address is 27B South Audley Street. I suggest you call tomorrow afternoon, any time between 4 o'clock and 5, your sincerely Louis Fabian. P.S. Don't bring your friend from Scotland Yard. Oh. I guess you haven't had a very successful evening, Mr. Temple. Oh, I wouldn't say that. No? Why? Did you find out anything? Only that you dance very much better with Mr. Fabian than you do with anyone else, dear. <laughs> well, give the devil his due. He can certainly dance. Yeah. Certainly can. I wonder how he found out that I was attached to Scotland Yard. I'll ask him. I wish you would. Well, you can drop me on the corner here, Mr. Temple. Are you sure? Yes, this will be fine. Look, as we started with Christian names, don't you think we could keep to them? Of course. Well, if you don't mind. Of course not. Is this all right? Yes, that's dandy. My flat's just around the corner.
Good night, Lynn. Good night, Steve. Good night, Lynn. Good night, Paul. What a very nice girl. Yes, isn't she? Slow up, dear. Traffic lights. Would you like to drive? No, why? Well, I wonder, that's all. Oh, darling, don't silly. It's gone red. Really? I thought it was pale blue. Now, look, darling, I've had two small sherries and a glass of champagne. I'm quite capable of seeing the traffic yes, lights. Yeah. Might even spot an odd pedestrian. Yes, yeah. Well, pull over to the left. There's a taxi driving to know his pasture. Well, he's got to wait the same as everybody else. Why, Timothy's cutting it fine, isn't he? Couldn't get close if he tried. Served you right. These taxi drivers really are the limit. I think they could drive through the eye of a knee. Good Lord. What is it? The woman in that taxi. Well? Take a good look, but don't let her see you. Recognize her? It's the woman who said she was Mrs. Talbot. Yes. Did she see you? I don't think so. Lights are changing. What are you going to do? I'm going to follow the taxi. Sit back, Steve, in case she turns round. Where are we? I think it's Bolton Gardens. Slow down. He's going round the corner. I believe that's Darlington Street. Uh, yes, you're right. It is Darlington Street. Don't get too near. I wonder which house she's going into. I think she's going to cross the road. What are you going to do? Make a note of the address and then... Wait a minute. You know, I believe Wilfred Sterling lives in Darlington Street. Does he? He gave me his address and phone number. I'm almost sure it was a Bayswater number. Yes, that'd be right, wouldn't it, Bayswater? She's crossing over for. Watch the house. We'll check the number when we drive past. She's got a key. She's letting herself in. Yes. I wonder if Sterling does live here. Oh, look, there's a telephone box across the road. I'm going to look the address up. I shan't be a minute, Steve. Yes, all right. Oh, Paul? Oh, what is it? What's the matter? Don't you think I'm capable of finding the address on there? Well, it didn't look a very good light, so I bought you the torch. Oh, well, you better come inside. Yeah. That <laughs> fact, you're right. It isn't a very good light. Give me the torch. Here you are. Thanks. Now, which book is it? Um, this is the one you want, Esther's, then. Ah, thanks. Now, Q-R-S, Tiles, Till, Stilling, Stimpson's, Sterling. Here we are. By Timothy, I was right. Wilfred Sterling, 292 Darlington Street. If Wilfred Sterling is a friend of the woman who has Oh! What's happening? Steve! Look at our car. Just look at it. They thought we were still sitting in it. They passed us once, drove round the square, then came down Darlington Street. Look at the bullet holes. They certainly weren't taking any chances. No. Well, thank heavens you brought me that torch, Steve. What time do you make it? It's about half past three. When's your appointment at Conway and Races? Oh, any time. Well, I'll pick you up about five. All right. It's funny you couldn't get Betty Wayne this morning. Mm, the operator said the number was out of order, but it's my bet she left the receiver off. Yes. What time are you seeing Fabian? The note said between four and five. Oh, I'll yes. probably leave in about 20 minutes. Pass me that paper. Oh, you're not going to look at that picture of the car again. Darling, pass me the paper. You must have looked at that photograph 20 times. Yes. 
And every time I look at it, I think how extremely lucky we were to be in that folder box. Just look at it, Steve. Look at the windows. No, I don't want to look at it. Terrifies me even to think about it. Paul, why didn't you tell the police the truth? I did tell them the truth. The sergeant asked you what we were doing in Darlington Street. And you I said... I said we were using the telephone. Well, it's perfectly true. We were using the telephone. Don't be silly, dear. You know perfectly well if we hadn't followed that taxi, we would... Yes, what is it, Charlie? Sir Graham Forbes, I'd like to see you, sir. Oh, bring him in, Charlie. Yes, sir. Will you come in, please, sir? Thank you, Charlie. Hello, Steve. Come in, Sir Graham. Afternoon, Temple. Oh, how are you, Sir Graham? Would you like some tea? No, thank you, my dear. Oh, you... You look worried. Is anything wrong? Temple, what time did you leave Lynn Ferguson last night? About half past two this morning. We dropped her in Baker Street. Why, what happened? Whereabouts in Baker Street? Not far from where we picked her up. She said her flat was just around the corner. Yes, that's right. Has anything happened to her? I hope not, Steve, only she was supposed to phone me this morning, and she didn't. I told my secretary to get in touch with her, but, well, to cut a long story short, she didn't go back to the flat last night. But she said you... Are you sure? Absolutely positive. There's a night porter at the flats who is on duty till seven in the morning, and he didn't leave his desk. Oh, dear. What time did you leave Hampstead? About 2.15. It took about a quarter of an hour to Baker Street. Then you came back here? Yes. Well... What were you doing in Darlington Street? Uh, I told you, or rather I told the sergeant. The car went wrong and I went into a telephone box to phone a garage. Yes, but just a minute. Darlington Street was miles out of your way. If you were coming here from Baker Street... Paul. Temple, what happened last night? Well, we dropped Lynn Ferguson at Baker Street. When we got round the corner and were waiting for the lights to change, a taxi pulled up with a woman in it. Well? It was the woman who impersonated Mrs. Talbot. Mm. Go on. We followed the taxi, and eventually it stopped in Darlington Street. We saw the woman get out and go into one of the houses. I had a feeling, although I wasn't sure, that the house belonged to Wilfred Sterling. Steve and I went into the telephone box to check the address, and while we were there... Well, you know what happened. But why didn't you tell this to the sergeant instead of making up a stupid story about your car breaking down? Well, frankly, I didn't want to go into details. Also, I... Well, I, I didn't want to go into details. Did you see the man in the car, the man who fired the shots? No, we were both in the telephone booth, fortunately. I see. Sir Graham, are you worried about Lynn? Well, I don't like it, Steve. She's a very capable girl. She never takes unnecessary risks. I'm quite sure that if she could have telephoned, she'd have done so. How long has she been working for you? About three years. Her position's rather a peculiar one. Although she's attached to the yard, she's not on what we call our establishment. Does she work for Kingston? No, she doesn't work for any of the regular CID people. She's answerable to me personally, or in certain cases to Major Fletcher of MI5. I see. What was she doing at La Motella? I told you. We were keeping our eye on Fabian because... Excuse me, Mr. Jones. Oh, yes, what is it, Charlie? I found this parcel near the kitchen door. It must have been left there. Well, what is it? I don't know. It wasn't there at two o'clock when I put the milk bottles out. Well, let me have it, Charlie. Yes, sir. It's addressed to you, Steve. Shall I open it? Yes, of course. What is it, Paul? Oh, it's a box of some sort. You've no idea who delivered it? No, sir. Whoever it was, it didn't ring the bell. Yes, yeah, all right, Charlie. Yes, sir. Paul, it's a shoe. A shoe? Is it one of yours, Steve? No. Well, if it isn't, why should anyone... Temple, what is it? Don't you recognise it, Steve? Yes, I do. It's Lynn Ferguson's.
In the fourth episode of Paul Temple and the Gilbert Case by Francis Durbridge, the cast was as follows. Paul Temple, Peter Cook, Steve Marjorie Westbury, Sir Graham Forbes, Lester Muddit, Lynn Ferguson, Peggy Hassard, Lance Reynolds, Richard Williams, Betty Wayne, Griselda Harvey, Louis Fabian, Olaf Olson, Charlie James Beatty, the waiter Arthur Lawrence. The production was by Martin C. Webster.